Today, uh, we are going to talk on a subject that is actually part of the main theme for this month. We usually don't follow it as much, but this time I'm going to go with it, and hopefully, if we can continue next week, we will. Amen. Let's bow our heads for a short word of prayer. Father, into your hands we commit ourselves for this part of our program. We ask that even as you began with us, that you continue through this process also with us. Speak to our hearts. Take over, O Lord, and let us be blessed in your presence. For we have come but to you, not to any man. We wait on you to fill us, to deliver us, to help us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right, so today, um, this month, the theme for this month is about Ebenezer, how far the Lord has brought us. Amen. Ebenezer. Amen. So our main scripture reading is from 1 Samuel chapter number 7. And we'll try and go through 1 to 13. And I've also added Psalm number 124, verses 1 through 8. And then we may also go to, yeah, we should also go to Second Chronicles chapter 14, verses 2 to 12. And then lastly, we'll go to Acts chapter 2, verses 37 through 39. Amen. So I've entitled this message, A Stone of Divine Assistance. Tell your neighbor, A Stone of Divine Assistance. Hallelujah. Amen. So all throughout, I don't like the echo. I don't know if I should change. All throughout um, uh, man's history or humanity's history, we have seen that man ain't anything. Hallelujah. You know, I am the same person that refuses to agree with people when they go to floor and they say, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When they say, I refuse to agree with that statement. But then in the sight of God, we are nothing. Amen? When it comes to his creation, as far as human beings in relation to our environment, to the animals, to all the things that we see, he has made us big. As more fact, he has given us dominion over the earth. So we are somebody. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. So that one, when we go among ourselves and you tell me, I would say you are not being scriptural because you, 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 you also resemble God. You are made in the image of God, right? But when it comes to God and the things that God expects from us, then we are nothing. Hallelujah. Oh, are you here with me? Yes. And God, in, God saw how, how far we, we, we moved ourselves from him. When in the garden we sinned and death took over and then we got separated from him. God saw how, how dejected the condition of man was at that time. God looked on us and said, like, oh man, I 
made men to be like me. I want this man to prosper. I want this man to have this relationship with me. I want this man to enjoy the, the, the heavenly goodness that I have in heaven. I want him to have it like heaven. I want everything to be so nice, peaceful, you know, everything under his feet. And yet he sold out to the devil. So God saw how weak, how frail, and how, as a matter of fact, helpless we are. And right from the time that man sinned, he set in motion instances of his help. Hallelujah. And divine assistance basically means divine help. Hallelujah. So today we want to talk about God's divine help. God's divine assistance, what God has set in place for you and I and countless many others in the world to receive his own help and push to go to a place where he wants us to be. And especially on a day like this when we dine with the Lord, he has set in motion for us something that is beyond human understanding. He has set a table before us and then he dines with us by his own help, by his own divine assistance. So if you are listening and you have not received this help, I'm here to talk about this help. You may be watching online. As I sat down, I'm never ready when I'm called to preach. It doesn't matter if I know it by a year's time. When I come here, I'll still pull my Bible and <laughs> Hallelujah. So as I sat down and continued to think and think and think, what the Holy Spirit impressed upon me is just don't talk to them only as believers, but talk to countless as who are still outside. So I remembered, oh, that is why this life thing is going. So somebody may be watching who doesn't even know what we are talking about. I want you to pay attention that there is help. Tell your neighbor, there is help. Oh, no. If you do this, I'll go down and <laughs> sit when I speak, I want to hear a response. Tell your neighbor, there is help. There is help. Hallelujah. There is divine help. Regardless of what situation you find yourself in. Regardless, it doesn't matter how bad it looks. There is divine help. Hallelujah. That is how God has made us. He has, he has provided. What is the meaning of Ebenezer? Ebenezer, which is basically the scripture in First Samuel. Let's read it. Just uh, for context, so that when we define, we will know. First Samuel chapter 7. And verse 1 down. Then the men of Kajath uh, Jerem came and took the ark of the Lord. And brought it into the house of Abinadab on the hill. And consecrated Eleazar his son to keep the ark of the Lord. Verse 2. So it was that the ark remained in Kedja, uh, Jerem a long time. It was there 20 years. 20 years. And all the house of Israel lamented after the Lord. All the house of Israel lamented after the Lord. Keep uh, your, the key words sounded because we're going to use some points from there. Then Samuel spoke to all the house of Israel saying, If you return to the Lord with all your heart, then put away the foreign gods and the asteroids from among you and prepare your hearts for the Lord and serve him only. 
and he will deliver you from the land, from the hand of the Philistines. Verse 4. So the children of Israel put away the bows and the asteroids and served the Lord only. Verse 5. And Samuel, God, Samuel said, Gather all Israel to Mizpah, and I will pray to the Lord for you. So they gathered together at Mizpah, drew water, and poured it out before the Lord, and they fasted that day and said that we have sinned against the Lord and Samuel judged the children of Israel at Mizpah. Verse 7. Now, the, now when the Philistines heard that the children of Israel had gathered together at Mizpah, the lords of the Philistines went up against Israel. And when the children of Israel heard of it, they were afraid of the Philistines. So the children of Israel said to Samuel, do not cease to cry out to the Lord our God for us, that he may save us from the hand of the Philistines. Verse 9. And Samuel took a suckling lamb and offered it as a whole burnt offering to the Lord. Then Samuel cried out to the Lord for Israel, and the Lord answered him. Verse 10. Now, as Samuel was offering up the burnt offering, the Philistines drew near to battle against Israel. But the Lord thundered with a loud thunder upon the Philistines that day and so confused them that they were overcome before Israel. Verse 11, And the men of Israel went out of Mizpah and pursued the Philistines and drove them back as far as below beth -Kar. Verse 12, Then someone took a stone. This is where my theme came from. Then someone took a stone and set it up between Mizpah and Shen and called its name Ebenezer, saying, Thus far the Lord has helped us. Hallelujah. So the Philistines subdued their enemies and took the territory and then whatever there it is. Hallelujah. So verse 12 is what I want us to say. So someone took a stone and set it up between Mizpah and Shen and called its name Ebenezer saying thus far the Lord has helped us. I used to think it says that's how the Lord has brought us. It's not brought. I don't know if there's another scripture that says brought, but uh, besides his favorite is, is uh, New King James. <laughs> it's not brought. It says how far the Lord has helped us. So Ebenezer actually means help. How far the Lord has what? Helped us. Hallelujah. Now, Ebenezer, according to other dictionary definitions, is, is as uh, a noun, is an act or an instance of doing or supplying something to make it easier for another to complete a task. Hallelujah. Or deal with the problem. That is basically what help or Ebenezer means. Hallelujah. So when we say Ebenezer, this is how far the Lord has helped us. It means how far the Lord is going to provide you with assistance. That is why the theme is divine assistance. Hallelujah. Supplying you with something to make what you are facing easier. It means that as for facing, you will face. Hallelujah. If you are here and you don't face, then you are not alive. Hallelujah. If you are alive, you will face. But the thing is, you can face it easy or face it hard. And some people can even face it harder. The same highway that we go up and down. Some people go there and they die right on there. The same highway you go up and down. So everybody is different. 
Hallelujah. But when it comes to those who receive the help of God, it makes, he makes it easier to face. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, God will make it easier to face. Hallelujah. As for what, I don't know. It may be difficult. It may be, it may be a marital issue. It may be a life issue. It may be health issue. It may be something to do with your education. It may be something to do with your career. But I'm here to tell you that when we talk about divine assistance, we are saying God making it easier for you. Hallelujah. To face that situation. That is the stone of divine assistance. That is what he put there. Also, Ebenezer is, in a verb, is giving assistance or support or provide with something that is useful or necessary for achieving an end. Hallelujah. Unless you don't have an end to achieve, then you don't need help. So when God saw the, the frailty of men, the, they say a word as the, the lostness of men. Men so lost. Hallelujah. English people, help me out. Men, I mean, he looked at men as, how, how can I get this people back into my fold, back into the relationship. that I, Men were so lost. And actually, as you read the account of Genesis, you see people killing people right from the beginning. Of, hallelujah. Brother killing brother over flimsy things. So God saw and said, ah, these people need help. Hello? So you think you're going through some sin that you cannot stop. I'm here to tell you that you need help help. And God is going to be able, God is here to provide you with help. Some people said, as for me, I will not be a believer. That Christian thing, I can't do it. I will just listen and, you know, believe that you guys are doing good. But as for me, I can't live that life. Some people say it. Hallelujah. I used to tell myself, as for me, I, I don't think I can ever be a pastor. Eesh! Presiding. All these fastings that they do, Skinny man like this, every day fasting, every day fasting, every day, two weeks, three weeks. Maybe you are here, you are not thinking about it, but you are like, this life, I can't live without my alcohol, my beer. No, you take your Christianity. I know you are doing good, but I can't stop drinking. You know, as for drinking, maybe I can stop. But the womanizing, I can't stay with one woman for three years. That is too hard. Do your Christianity. I agree with you. I'm not going to be against you, but keep doing what you do. As for me, it's not for me. Because you think you cannot do it. I'm here to tell you that God is able to provide you with divine makataya sandorobosia. You just have to open up and accept that God, I can't do it. Just do it for me. And he's going to push you up because according to a meaning of what Ebenezer is, it is somebody helping you. It is not you doing it all by yourself. Hallelujah. And as a matter of fact, God himself knows that we can do it. He, he, we lost the trust of God right from the Garden of Eden. So don't sit there and think that God trusts you that you can do No, 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 no. Right from the first man that he used his hand. As for you, James, you know, your mom and your dad met and then uh, the egg met the sperm and then the baby was from... As for Adam, God's hand, like the first clay, you, you are the product of clays. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mutations could have taken me. Those of you who know your science, when your mom and your dad met, maybe something could have gone wrong. The brain, something is not working right. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. I didn't want to know. Something is not working right. But the first man that was perfectly made, he himself fell into God lost the trust in us long time. So don't kid me and say that as for me, I can no 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 no. That is why scripture says that I can do all things too. Because it is the help of Christ that can make us do. Hallelujah. So if you are here and something makes you feel like you cannot do anything, I'm here to report to you. God knows. But this is why he is called, there is a stone of divine assistance. You only have to tap or lean on that stone. You only have to know that there is help somewhere. If there is help and you don't ask for help, you can never receive help. Hallelujah. So you got to know there is help. And Ebenezer, when, when um, Samuel, you know, after they relied on God, and if you actually, let's see how someone was able to reach and grab the stone of divine assistance. The Bible says, in, uh, the first one, he sought God. Samuel sought God, right? He called his people, if you read in verse um, 2, just the verse 2, and then this is where we're also going to 2 Chronicles chapter number 14, verse 2 to 12. Another a king there who also sought God. When you seek God, there is help. So maybe you need to seek God in that situation that beats you down, that makes you feel like you cannot do this. Seek God. Hallelujah. So the verse 2 uh, just says that so it was that after the, um, the ark remained in Kirajimim a long time, it was there 20 years, and then look at the B. And all the house of Israel lamented after God. They started crying after God. They began to seek after God, right? So the help, that Ebenezer statement that was said didn't just happen. You have to seek God in your situation. And now let's go to Second uh, Chronicles chapter 14 and verse 2 down. And I read, Asa, that was the king, right? Asa did what was good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God. For he removed the altars of the foreign gods and the high places and broke down the sacred pillars and cut down the wooden images. Verse 4. He commanded Judah to seek the Lord God of their fathers and to observe the law. Now, the, the first key is what I want verse 4. It says that he commanded Judah to seek the Lord God. When you have come to a place where you know that everything is not working out, your first thing to get the stone of divine assistance is to seek God in that situation. Hello? Are you here with me? So it doesn't matter what problem you are going through. Like we already established, as for facing problems, you will face unless you are gone. If you are here on it, you will face. Hallelujah. But the key to remember is when you face the problem, when the challenges come, remember to seek God. Hallelujah. Now, this is the people who have lost this um, ark for a long time, and now that it's coming back, they're seeking God. But then keep going. Actually, let's skip all the way to verse number 7. I, I will finish quick today. Therefore, he said to Judah, let us build these cities and make walls around them and towers, gates, 
embarrassed while the Lord is yet before us. Because we have sought the Lord our God. We have, oh my goodness. I'll take that again. Because we have sought the Lord our God. So, I'll pause there. So now he's saying that let us make things. Let us begin to create wealth. Let us begin to prosper. Let us begin to do the things that we did not used to do before. Why? Because we have sought God. Hallelujah. So if you, if you want to do something, if you need the help of God to achieve anything, you first what? Seek God. Amen? And then moving on to the second part, is that we have sought him. And he has given us rest on every side. Ah, ah, ah. Hallelujah. We have sought him. So, uh, there, there, there's a word in, uh, uh, in Ghana language, where I'm not from, that says, Do you have it in English for me? Ah, hallelujah. Knocking, knocking. You go here and knock your head. You go here you knock your head. You go here, you knock your head. Everywhere you go, you knock. Everywhere you go, you knock. The Bible is saying that if you seek the Lord, the Lord will bring you rest. The Lord will, the, the, the Lord will pick you up and put you on a chair and say, my son, just sit down right there. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you sought the Lord, he has brought you help. And if God is helping you, you don't need to knock yourself too much. Because he himself is doing the job for you. Hallelujah. So seek the Lord. If you need the stone of divine assistance, seek the Lord. In fact, you may say that, but I'm already a Christian. Yes, you are a Christian, but when you face, tell your neighbor, when you face, oh, come on, say neighbor. When you face that problem, seek the Lord in it. Hallelujah. Seek the Lord, because that is when he is going to bring you what? Help. That's what he's going to bring you what? Rest. Amen. Now let's skip to verse number 11. And Asa cried out to the Lord his God and said, Lord, it is nothing for you to help. <laughs> this guy was used to the help of God. All those three uh, verses that we skipped to, we were talking about help, God's help coming. First he said, that, let's seek the Lord. Then the second he said, now that we have sought the Lord, let's begin to create, let's begin to make business, let's begin to marry, let's begin to date, let's begin to do this because we have sought the Lord. And then he said that when you seek the Lord too, he will make you rest. Now he is coming it over here and saying that it is nothing for you to help. He is telling God that it is nothing for God to help. It doesn't Bother God to help. Sometimes when we are going to God, like we, 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 uh, we take this from our humanity and we bring it to God. Like you ask your wife for a favor. Honey, today I'm going to be working late. Can you pick the kids? Okay. Then tomorrow is your turn. Honey, today they say as you uh, stay again, can you pick the kids? Oh, so, okay. Then the third time say, honey, I can't make it. You, sometimes you can't even call her to see because oh, as for this, as I go to see it, She's going to be angry. Let me just beat myself around and still make it. And then you'll be late for the kids. God is not like that. God doesn't care how many times you come for help. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God doesn't run out of help. Oh, you didn't hear me. Hallelujah. If you go to God in the morning and say, God, I need your help. And you go in hours later and say, God, I need your help. And in three hours later, say, God, I need your help. God will not be tired of saying, help me. 
No, he doesn't. And that is what that Cain, young Cain, that is what he found. It's a secret he knew. He said, As for this God, he doesn't run out of help. He says it. He said, It is nothing for you to help. For you. And in my Bible, he made a capital to make it so that they are referring to God. Hallelujah. It is nothing for you to help. Uh, I said, I'm what you're ready to Hallelujah. Helping people is nothing for you, oh God. Helping people is nothing. So don't pretend like you have asked for help too much. Don't pretend like as for this, you should do something yourself. No, you should do your thing. But the help of God must continuously be sought because God doesn't run out of help. Hallelujah. So seek God and enter his rest. Seek God when you begin to do something. Seek God when things are beating you, when you are out of ideas, when, when, when the doctor is making pronunciations that nobody understands but them. Hallelujah. Sometimes <laughs> they, 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 they try to tell you words that they themselves alone understand. But because the word is Latin origin and whatever, you hear and you are about to hit your head. Hallelujah. When those things come, the Bible says that seek the Lord and his help will come. The stone of divine assistance will come. The stone of divine assistance. You will place your own stone and call your own Ebenezer. Ah, Makataya Zebonderebo. Let's move on to the next, the next one. It's return to God or repent. In order to be able to have access to the divine assistance we have, or we're talking about, be a person of repentance, or a person that returns to God if you are far off. Hallelujah. And as a matter of fact, it makes, it makes it a normal argument. When the Bible even says that if your conscience doesn't condemn you, you go to God in boldness. You, know, you walk to the presence of God and say, God, didn't you see that I need this? Why'd you let this person get it and I didn't get it? Oh, let me get it too. I mean, you, you talk to God like, like your friend because you, you are not afraid, because you are not in sin. So in order to be able to access the divine help, that stone, to pick that stone, your own Ebenezer, you have to repent of your misdeeds. Hallelujah. You cannot have that boldness. I mean, it is normal. It is normal. I've even noticed this in animals. I don't know about you. I, we used to have a dog. And when we went out, we left, we left the dog in the house all day. And unfortunately, nobody was there to bring the dog to go and pee and all that. The moment you open the door, the, the dog looks at you and he starts he start running away. I'm like, ah, Hope, what is wrong? <laughs> that was the name of the dog. Hope. What's wrong? And then you check, oh, that dog did himself something there. Either they peed there or they pooped there. Even though I wasn't there. But because of the bad thing that the dog did, the dog itself knew that it is not right to come. Hallelujah. What am I driving at? If you do not repent of your sin, as for God, he still wants you to come. But you yourself, consciously, I mean, uh, what's the word? It's not consciously. Consciously. Consciously, you yourself consciously, you begin to. Some you won't say that you won't pray, but you see, you don't feel like praying. When, whenever you feel like I don't feel like praying, I don't feel like doing this. Check it. There's something within you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. When that you know, there's 
there's nothing moving you, when we, we, especially when we, are, when we are doing church programs, then you start complaining. Ask for this church every day, every day, every day, yeah, 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 doing this every day. Something will win you. Now, I understand that sometimes we have too many programs, and I complain sometimes to preside. <laughs> Hallelujah. This week, this, this week, that. I'm not talking about that. But when it comes to coming to church, you wake up in your bed, and you cannot even feel yourself going to church. Even in a beautiful weather as this, you feel like, you know, I'm just going to uh, take a nap day. Today's going to be a nap day. I'm going to rest because Monday I'm working all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take a nap because you, you are not right with God. There's certain things within you. But if you want to tap into divine help, if you want the divine assistance to come, repent, get that thing out of the way and seek him. Be able to return to God. If these people could not go to God, if they could not return to God, if they could not repent of their deeds, then they would be missing a lot of what God had in store for them as far as help is concerned. Hallelujah. So repent. Verse 3 of the, uh, of the main reading talks about repentance. Now let's go to, I'm wrapping up. Let's go to Acts chapter number 2. Verse 37 to 39. When the, help, when the people heard us, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? So uh, the background to this is uh, Peter was giving, the apostles were giving a powerful sermon. And they were talking about how Jesus was crucified. You know how? They, 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 were, they, they gave it to them straight up. Like, you guys, you killed Jesus. This Jesus Christ who has risen from the dead, you guys, you killed him. You know, he was, he, was, he was the son of God and you killed him and he rose up. So they gave it to them straight, straight. And the Bible says from here that when the people heard us, they were cut to the heart. And Peter said, and the other apostles, brothers, what shall we when the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus. All right? Keep going to verse uh, 39. For the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, the promise for you and your children and for all who are afar off, for all who the Lord our God will call. Hallelujah. I, 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 I don't know if any of you are catching something in here. Uh, no. I know somebody called it, but I shall to say it. So when you repent and you come to God, you receive the promise of the Holy Spirit. Now, what does the scripture say about the Holy Spirit? Ah! Besides, you have said it louder. Hallelujah! He is what? Our helper! When Jesus was going, he says that, I go, but I'm going to send you the Spirit. He is going to help you. So, one key release of your help is repentance. Because as soon as you repent, the Holy Spirit is released. And that is your help. Makataya Sandirebe. Hallelujah. So you need divine assistance. You need to repent and allow the Holy Spirit to come in. Your helper to come. Hallelujah. Just repent. 
You will say that, but I've, I've repented and still I can't stop this. Just genuinely in your heart say, Lord, I repent of this sin. I don't want to do this thing anymore. Please help me and ask for the Holy Spirit to be released. And as soon as the Spirit of God comes, you shall receive help. Oh, man. You shall receive help. Your Ebenezer has come. Now, there is no Ebenezer in the dictionary of God as far as New Testament Christians are concerned without the Holy Ghost. Hello? Any help that we get, especially, you know, in the olden days, we started from the old scriptures. They didn't have the Holy Spirit. So, the Holy Spirit will come and accomplish a thing and then he goes back. And the Bible says that even when they were facing that battle and they were perplexed, they were in fear, the Lord himself turned by the Spirit of God. And then the, the, the enemies were confused and they scattered, right? In our time, the cool thing, the cool thing about us is that we, we live all the time with the Holy Ghost. So as a matter of fact, help is on your side. Oh, tell your neighbor, neighbor. You got help on your side. <laughs> Makata said, um, Neva, there is help right next to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Just tap into the Holy Ghost. That is your source of strength. That is your help. Your divine assistance is the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You just have to make sure that you repent. When you do stuff wrong, don't bother. Repent, move back. Holy Ghost, come back. My helper, come back and move on straight up. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is why we, there is more expected of us than the Christians of old. I can tell you, when we go to heaven, God will say that you guys have the Holy Ghost. Those people, they didn't have the Holy Ghost. And yet they did great things. What did you do with the Holy Ghost? Hallelujah. Divine help next to you. Divine help through the power of the Holy Ghost. So as we get ourselves ready to dine with the Lord, as I wrap up, if you are here and you have lost hope in accomplishing anything in this life, I'm challenging you First and foremost, we said that seek the Lord. Seek the Lord. Second and second most, we are saying that return and repent. Hallelujah. And then, thirdly, let the Holy Spirit come in into your situation. Be aligned with the Holy Ghost. He is your ever-present help in times of need, in times of trouble. We cannot do anything without the Holy Ghost. Just like the earth was created with, not without Jesus. I don't know how to say it. The Bible says that nothing was made that was made without him. Hallelujah. Just like that in our case, in human beings' case, in Christianity's case, nothing can be done without the Holy Ghost. Especially in our dispensation. So tap into the Holy Ghost and your help would be there. Your Ebenezer would be there because you have the Holy Ghost all over you. Hallelujah. I don't know what you are facing this morning. If you are watching from somewhere, I don't know what you are also going through. But I want to recommend to you that seek the Lord. Return to the Lord. And then pray that the Holy Ghost come into your situation. For when he comes, you shall receive help. That which you cannot do, which you dreamt that you can never do, you will accomplish them. Not by might. It's not by might. Oh, it's not by power. Oh, by my spirit, says the hallelujah. It's not by my 
not by mine, it's not by power, oh, by my spirit, says the Lord. This mountain, this mountain shall be removed. Let's be on our feet. This mountain shall be removed. This mountain shall be removed. Oh, by my spirit, says the Lord. This mountain, this mountain shall be